Hello, good evening everyone. So welcome to episode 26 of Tetari with Walid. And I know I say this every single time, but I mean it every single time. Today is a very special episode because I'll be hosting someone. In fact, he is the only one whom I knew and I was a friend of before that person entered politics or became a politician. Uh, I mean, quote-unquote politician because he's a nominated member of parliament and there's some grey area as to what type of politician that that constitutes. But anyway, so uh, he is uh, uh, Raj Joshua Thomas. Uh, we call him, I mean, I, I call him Joshua or Josh. And he was actually uh, my senior at at NUS and we were both uh, tutors at the NUS political science department at the same time and he is currently uh, serving his term as a nominated member of parliament and he is the president of the security association yes security association singapore so after uh, he did his uh, political science degree he was a tutor there and then uh, hi hi shaman Thank you for your advice uh, on production stuff. So Shaman is my relative and he gave me some production advice. Very, very useful. I didn't necessarily use all of them, but very useful nonetheless. Uh, so anyway, so Josh, uh, after his uh, stint at the political science department, he went uh, on to serve in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Uh, I think Ministry of Defense as well. Yeah, Ministry of Defense. And after that, he got a more useful degree. He did his law degree and he became a lawyer. And long story short, he is a nominated member of parliament now. Okay, so uh, he also used to be known. And for anybody who knows uh, Josh, I mean, I wasn't surprised at all that he eventually entered parliament uh, because, I mean, he always had that eloquence and charisma about him so people are not are not really uh, surprising people who know him uh, no I don't teach postgrad at NTU uh, because there is I mean yeah I mean we, we do the PhD classes we rotate and do the PhD classes but there's no masters at my at my department at least so Josh uh, I don't think you're in yet Okay, so if you have any questions for for him, please type them, and then we can we can uh, talk about them. So today we will be discussing a few issues, and depending on your comments, of course, so we'll be talking about the Sarah and People's Association incident. Uh, this is based on his speech in Parliament, where he talked about a few things, including the Sarah and PA. Incident, the GRC system, SEP schools, uh, and then we, I will talk about uh, NMPs hopefully, uh, and also minimum wage or income inequality. Okay, so let's see if this works. And thanks for joining us, everybody. Okay, it, it it always happens like this. So just an hour ago, it, it worked and now it's not working. 
So meanwhile, uh, we will be having. Uh, it says that you decline, uh, Josh. So meanwhile, we'll be having uh, an episode with uh, an SDP candidate for the G general election in 2020, uh, and that is uh, Min Chong. So that will be next week. So we will see what happens. Um, ah, yeah. hello. I think, Hi. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think we will cross. Kind of like cross trying to get into the. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So, how are you, Josh? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for okay. having me on. How are you? No, no, no. I'm I'm so so grateful that that you came on. I mean, we go a long way back, right? Probably about ten years. And I already said some very nice things about you. I don't know whether you heard you heard them. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, one one of the things I I remember quite vividly. I mean, and this is what 2011, 2010, right? I think one of the things that. Uh, the students always uh, mention that I got reminded of when I advertised this uh, this episode was uh, how handsome you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I got well, a lot uh, of DMs from my friends. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so I'll leave it at that uh, when I was advertising this. Yeah. Okay, that's so nice thank to you. hear. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for, for doing this. So uh, how... I mean, how has it been as an NMP so far? Uh, so far, it's been, it's been really good. Uh, one of the things that I didn't expect uh, was that I had a lot of interest groups, a lot of people writing to me uh, to, mm. to come and meet me. And I thought that that has been really, uh, really useful uh, and really eye-opening. And I've, I've met a whole, you know, um, a range of people and, and I've been uh, engaging with them on a whole range of, of topics that honestly, some of it I, I never really thought about, uh, you know, right. I, I had... You know, not much exposure to. I mean, there's so much going on uh, uh, in, in in Singapore. You know uh, that uh, you know it's really difficult to 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 kind of you know. Uh, uh, I mean, don't even talk about deeply involved, but even to dip your finger into uh, into all of these things. So, um, so I, I I have been really very very gratified that I've got uh, you know a whole wide range of people uh, uh, meeting with me, and I'm learning so much. Uh, you know, and and I'm hoping that that I'll be able to 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 make more of these representations. You know, uh, you know of uh, of uh, of uh, 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 you know people who may not uh, always be uh, you know be heard, um, and who have got very particular uh, uh, interests and who've got very particular uh, kind of concerns. Yeah, so so that's been very gratifying uh, for me. I'm still learning, right? Because I think I need to know enough before I can bring it up in Parliament. So so far, I've been uh, uh, raising things that that I know more about. Um, right. I've spoken about, of course, low wage workers and the security industry. Right. I've spoken about, uh, you know, our foreign service officers uh, and the work that they do. Uh, next week, I will be speaking on the uh, Police Act, uh, the amendments oh. to the Police Act. Uh, okay. And uh, I also did uh, recently an adjournment motion on race, which I think right. we will be uh, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a perfect segue, right? So, I mean, uh, I mean that I would say when I watch uh, that speech, uh, and I really urge everyone who's listening to listen to that speech or watch that speech. Uh, it's is it on a is there any YouTube video where it's a standalone one? Because I saw it's just part of the five hour plus and six hour plus video. Oh. 
Yeah, I think I think there's a standalone one. Okay, uh, okay, right. It's on my Facebook page, I think, uh, together oh. with uh, Minister Edwin's uh, uh, reply. Right, as well. right. Okay, yeah. okay. So I'll I'll share that that link later on. So I think really when I was listening to it, I and I honestly mean this. I honestly mean this. I really think it was one of the great NMP speeches. And I, as I was lis- listening to it, I really felt uh, it it bears resemblance to something like. Viswa's speech on race and Shawin's <laughs> uh, 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 speech during the Oxley Road uh, saga and and you know the various interventions by Walter and Anthea. I really I really put it uh, up there. I I really thank you for for that intervention. I really enjoyed it and I think we're going to discuss a lot of things that I think we agree on, but maybe others may not agree on. But it's good to tease out these ideas. But maybe let's start off with. The disagreements. <laughs> so there's one, there's one particular disagreement, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I'm I think this is. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's end on a conciliatory note. Right? So, so uh, because this is awkward for me, right? Because I've I've I know you and I've known you for a while, and I I didn't know Sarah before this, but now I know her. after the interview, I got to know her. I consider her a friend. I don't know whether she considers me a friend, but I consider her a friend. And I felt that that speech, uh, I I felt that initially when I was listening to it, I felt you were being a little bit harsh on her. Uh, when I when I heard uh, when you were talking about opportunists, although you were not you're not referring to her as an opportunist. It's just that it was the earlier part of your speech where you're cautioning against people being opportunistic. Although you also said that we must not be quick to say everyone who raises an issue is an opportunist, right? So. Uh, so my first question uh, for you is perhaps, uh, do you think uh, Sarah actually portrayed herself <coughs> as a self-appointed flag bearer, uh, as you mentioned, or you alluded to? Because I didn't get that sense at all. Even from the interview uh, that I did with her, I thought she was very careful to say that she she represents a she represents herself firstly, and people who agree with her. Uh, she she was careful to say she wasn't a uh, representative of the entire community. There are some people who agree with her, some who disagreed with her. So so do you think that that is a fair uh, accusation or uh, criticism rather of of Sarah and what she did? Yeah. yeah. So so I think uh, what what I, I I said in my speech was that uh, if if that was the uh, the intention, or if that was what the appearance was, because you know when you're when you're looking at at, at a dialogue, when you're looking at two parties or more than or two, uh, two parties being involved in a dialogue or a discussion or a negotiation, right? You 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 would want to you know as a third party, right, looking at it and trying to understand the dynamic the dynamics of the relationship, try to look at it from the point of view of each of them. So you know, I I mean, I can see it, you know, from 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 Sarah's point of view, and 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 you will see in my speech that I said. That, uh, that 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 I, I felt that uh, that she was coming from the right place. She spoke about how she wanted to make you know a better society, a better Singapore for her daughter. And I mean, and why else bring up these things? You know, you know, it's not easy to bring up things in social media because right. I mean, when you say something, when you're on a platform, you know, you, you maybe your your voice is uh, is uh, you know kind of uh, amplified, but at the same time, you've got. People who will come in because they see you, and then they will say something as well, and 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 they should be allowed to, right? Because that is the nature sure. of of kind of like a public dialogue. So what I was going into, right, was if you were PA, how how would you look at it, right? PA, I mean, don't forget what is the nature of PA. PA is an organization, it's a government organization, that 
was was created to look at racial harmony, to look, you know, mm. to basically be the community uh, right. or the communitarian right. Right, standard bearer, right? So, uh, you know, so which is why I was looking at it from the point of view um, uh, of, of PA and I, I was, you know, when this whole thing unfolded, I, I was thinking, how is this going to, to uh, yeah, you know, how, how is it going to play out? And I was wondering what would be the next thing that uh, that, that PA did. I, I did read what uh, what uh, uh, Sarah put put out there, very very eloquent as well, right? Uh, you know, and 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 very well uh, written what what she had put out. Uh, and but I looked at it and I was thinking PA as the communitarian standard bearer. Right, and here you have someone who's who's coming in and 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 uh, you know and saying that uh, uh, you know can I can I kind of like crowdsource for some views and then you know let PA hear the people's voices you know th- things like that. How would PA react? I was just wondering, right? right. And and in the end, um, I felt that it had gone, it had escalated uh, a little further than it should have, and uh, which is why which is why I said in my speech that perhaps at that point, at that point. It may have been best for PA to have uh, disengaged, uh, but I also said that I hope that at one at some point, right, as as mm. you know the the, the 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 tensions have come down, uh, and each party understands each other better, right? Oh, uh, you know that can only come perhaps with some time and some distance. That that we will have some form of meeting and some, you know, some I don't know if we have a re- resolution or conclusion, but at least some form of. Um, I don't know if it's reconciliation also, but some form of meeting and some form of of, of dialogue and hopefully some form of uh, some form of resolution, right? So I'm looking. I what I, I did was I was looking at it from from the part of both parties. Now, uh, uh, let me just clarify and be clear that that sure. uh, I do not think that that Sarah was an opportunist. In fact, I you know as I said, I think that she had legitimate uh, she had a legit, legitimate grievance and she had. Um, uh, you know, and, and you know, in this sort of things, when you're talking about race dialogue, I think you have to give people the benefit of the doubt, lah. You know, you know, you 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 can't start, you cannot start a dialogue or go into a dialogue imputing intention, imputing right. deficiency, or you know, or whatever. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt and believe until you are pro- it's proven otherwise that that they're not coming in. You know, with 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 with, uh, with with this attitude. So I think that. You know, I definitely give Sarah the, the benefit of the doubt. I do not think that she she was a, a, an opportunist, right? Um, but I think that that then equally the benefit the benefit of the doubt should also be given uh, uh, to PA as well, right? Uh, you know, um, so uh, that that was really the the view that that I had, right? right. Uh, I, I I really hope I really hope you know you know I I watched uh, part of the of the interview that that you had uh, with uh, with Sarah and she is a very likable person and honestly you know I also said that I hope that she returns to you know to continue saying you know what what she thinks is important right um uh, that she continues speaking out to to try to to make a more even and more fair you know um a, a, a society for her daughter to grow up in I think that's a very noble aspiration and I hope that she continues to 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 do that Right. Okay. So, so uh, you think? Okay. So, thanks. Thanks for clarifying, Josh. So, you don't think she was being opportunistic, and you think she had a legitimate grievance. So, if I understand you correctly, where, according to you, where she made a mistake is when she crowdsourced for ideas about I mean, her meeting with. I, yeah. So, I wouldn't say it's entirely a mistake, lah. You know, uh, I I would say that uh, that that is where if I was PA. I would 
start getting a bit concerned. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't say it's a mistake per se. I mean, I mean, how how do any of us know? You know how uh, social media plays out, right? Uh, one day, you know, you 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 know, people will be saying, "Oh yeah, what what a great uh, thing you said." Then the next day, you've got critics coming out, you know, and 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 saying the the opposite. But that is the nature, you know, of uh, of, of social media. I'm I'm not a, uh, a, a an expert. I think maybe you are. Maybe maybe Sarah is as a communication specialist. But I mean, for for me, I'm an observer. I look at it. And I was really quite. I mean, you know, some of the things that 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 kind of worried me, right? Was, um, and and not only from 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 this uh, Sarah uh, and and PA uh, uh, matter, right? But in other matters that were arising, you know, uh, uh, as well, right? With regards to uh, the the poly lecturer who, hmm. uh, you know, harassed the interracial right. couple. Something that I also posted. Uh, you know uh, uh, about right. about my own my own interracial uh, right. uh, family. You know, um, and one of the things that, that I saw was in, increasingly there there was a lot of uh, statements being made uh, by both people in the minority uh, from the minorities and from the majority uh, about uh, uh, why can't you people see how we feel? You know. Uh, you will never understand what we go through. There was an, increasingly there was an us versus them mm. uh, a, a, a kind of rhetoric, you know. And uh, and in fact, if you look at uh, even um, the the recent dialogue that uh, Minister Shamugam had, the Taupao uh, dialogue, uh, and and I apologize if I if I mutilated the word Taupao. I tried to pronounce <laughs> properly, but it's hard for me to get same so, same same. <laughs> so if if you look at the the recent dialogue, right? Uh, Minister Shamugam said that he was he was actually saddened by the tone of some of the of the questions that yeah. were asked, precisely because there was this uh, kind of a, 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 a ring fencing of yeah. So this is the, these are our interests. This is our position, you know. Right. And the more that we take that, right? I think that the 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 more difficult it is, uh, you know, for us to have dialogue. And it doesn't. It really does not help. You know our society uh, go 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 along uh, in right. future as regards race relations. Yeah, right. I I thought Minister Shanmugam was. I mean, he put in a good performance at the during that that uh, forum. I thought he was necessarily harsh on on some questions. Although I mean, yeah, I mean there were some parts where I probably uh, disagreed with, but I think generally he was he was pretty good. So so back to that uh, back to that uh, point, right? So. Thanks for for clarifying. Uh, I think it's because your yours was a speech, and there wasn't any back and forth, so maybe you couldn't clarify some points, right? So, and and maybe, also I only have yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah. I also have yeah, yeah. only twenty minutes. Right. Yeah, but so you, went over, you know, right? it was you a bit like twenty twenty plus. Or... No, no, I took eighteen oh. eighteen minutes oh, okay, and thirty seven okay. seconds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So I I had a few other questions, and and you know, and you know, I think because I am sort of the witness at the accident scene right because i was the one who conducted the interview so naturally i have i have an affinity with her and you know i'm on hashtag team sarah right so i mean i feel a bit a bit protective i guess i mean not that she she needs it she's she's more eloquent than i am she can defend herself but you can understand why she would retreat from the public space now right because she's getting attacked uh, even unfairly which which i'll get to in a while but i think that part uh, we can understand so uh why why did you because you said she is not the uh she should not 
not okay. You didn't say, but you alluded to the fact that she shouldn't behave as if she's the self-appointed uh, ambassador of the community, or at least from the PA's perspective, right? And then you went on to say that there are many minorities who disagree with her, including Mr. Devadas, including Mr. Zainal Sapari. But there were many other minorities who agreed with her as well, right? So why did you, why did you quote those people? Why didn't you quote the people who? When I went to the PA oh. friends page, right? Then I saw the <clears throat> maybe there were easily what fifty six. The first six, fifty sixty comments all were in support of her. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. So I, I think the point that I was making, right, uh, uh, assumed already that that she had said what she had said, that ah. there was support. But my ah. point really was that, I mean, if you take on this mantle, right, or if you appear to take on this, this mantle, actually, you know, honestly, you, you think about it, she, it may not even have been what she wanted to do. It may not have yeah. even have been her intention. If not, it may not even be what she was doing, you know, right? Uh, but yeah. really, I was looking at it, you know, equally from her point of view and from the PA's point of view. But my, my point was that if you did, it would be a very difficult platform to hold because the moment you have people of the same um, uh, community coming and saying, I disagree, then that, that mental becomes something that will fall off uh, you know, very, very quickly. But, so that was the point no, that I was making. No I, I wasn't saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. saying that there were, there were people who didn't agree with her. In fact, there were many people who, who agreed right. with her. Like, like you said, you go, you go onto Facebook and, you, and there were many people who disagreed with the PA um, right. uh, a decision as well, and and I thought that if I can distill, it, they said that well, PA is a big organization. PA is intended to 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 um, uh, to foster dialogue, to carry out dialogue. How is it that they've made this, uh, you know, this 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 decision? So so definitely there was there was uh, definitely a lot of uh, support. Yeah, but at the same right. time, like like you mentioned, um, there were also uh, people who came out and who criticized her. And some of which I thought was really uh, uh, quite unfair, right? And who even made false allegations saying that, mm. you know, there was a photo of uh, right. uh, of opposition, you know, party right, supporter right. and she was there. And then, and then therefore, and made by, by people that really should not be making these sorts right. of ac you know, uh, uh, right. accusations without, uh, you know, verification, right? Um, uh, I think those were very unfortunate uh, as well. But my, my point was that, um, you know, if you, if one right uh, is seen to be taking up this mantle, then it can as easily uh, uh, fall off when there are people who will disagree. So, mm. I mean, basically, I'm saying that you know it's it's very difficult, uh, You know, to 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 carry to carry a whole a whole community, especially with right. social media. You know, when people can so easily just you know uh, uh, give their comments and 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 their remarks. But but there is no single issue in the world where. All members of a community would would agree right. on, right? So by, by that, yeah, right. So therefore, there can never be a community representative, right? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, right? I think that okay. So let's look at it as uh, 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 where you've got community representatives. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm very reluctant to say this. I'm hesitating a bit, right? Like those appointed by by the government or who are in official bodies, right? So those, I think, to a certain extent, they can be seen as community leaders and speak on behalf of the of the community. Of course, if they if they start saying things, and we've seen this happen before, maybe even recently, right? Uh, where you know uh, these community leaders 
they say something which maybe large parts of the community disagree with, then they lose credibility, mm. you know? And then, and then maybe you, you, you'll get someone else uh, doing it. But these are the most visible and obvious. Sometimes it's, it's religious leaders um, uh, as well. Right. And then you've got, uh, you know, one of the, the associations that, uh, or the, the organizations that I referred to in my speech was the Young Sikhs um, yeah. uh, Association. Yeah. So they are also, I think, co community leaders and right. recognized as it, you know? Right, right, right. right, right but, right. So, 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 but, but I think, I, that, 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 that is a very important point that, that I should make here. So while I say uh, that you... Okay, so I, I, I do not say do not um, uh, take on the mantle of a community leader. What I did say was be careful about it. So right. it doesn't mean that you shouldn't. But if you do, you, you've got to make sure that you can carry the, the, the community. And I'm sure that, that you know, to, on some issues, I think that, that it can uh, 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 actually happen, Right. Um, but just be, but just be, you know, uh, careful about it. But again, this does not mean that an individual like Sarah cannot come up and say, "This is my lived experience. This is my view, right?" And, and, and separately, this is my view of what the community is going through, right? And what the community faces on on a daily basis. And people may disagree with me. That's fine. Right, because I'm not going. To, I'm not saying that I represent everybody. I'm not saying that, you know. Let me bring forward the people's voices. I'm saying that this is my view, based on my lived experience, based on my observations, based on what my friends tell me, based on what my family has gone through. Right. This is my observation of what many in the community, uh, um, uh, go through, experience, and, and 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 I want to bring this up. Right. And I think that uh, if if that was done, right, and the PA said. Uh, no, I, I, I don't want to, 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 to talk to you, despite the fact that you are bringing up what you, you, you feel is, is an issue, right? Uh, personally, and what you've seen personally. Then I think that PA would have made a terrible mistake to, to have done it. So, right. so the, the thing is, right, that what do we have to, to go on to, 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 to look at this, this, whole, this whole saga, right? What, what we have is what PA put out and what Sarah put out. And then we, it's almost like uh, it's almost like going to court with evidence, you know, right? right? And, and because I, you know, I, I, I can look at what was said and I can say, okay, this this shows this, this means this, this means that, you know, right? And of course, uh, of course, Sarah's a, a very good interview uh, with you as well, right? And then PA also they had some statements. So in the end, we we are trying to to kind of understand what what exactly right. you know uh, happened and and what. Each side was imputing to the actions and the statements of the other side. Right. Yeah. So, so I guess, okay, so uh, assuming, a final, final question on this, final substantive question on this. So, assuming that uh, what Sarah did, the, the final thing, right, which PA seemed to take most issue with, which was soliciting comments from people, right? Uh, assuming that was wrong, because I don't think that is necessarily wrong, because people who agree with her, who who thinks she should be their representative would would give their comments to her anyway, right? But assuming yeah. that was wrong, assuming that was wrong, right? Uh, wouldn't the PA cancelling the meeting still be wrong? Because PA, surely we cannot hold PA to the same standard as we hold Sarah or... Because Sarah is a private citizen, private individual. PA says, as an, uh, an institution which has existed for so long intended to be a bit more benevolent or is expected to be a bit more benevolent right so don't you think yeah. there is a at the end of the day whatever pa and 
this whole thing would not have happened if we had just gone through the meeting. I'm sure Sarah would have been happy with with the PA as well, and I'm sure there wouldn't have been this public uh, up, up, uproar. I, 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 you know what? I actually agree uh, 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 with you. You know, PA is, uh, as you say, it is an institution, right? But at the same time, it also has to maintain. You know, PA has it's got its own constituencies as well. So you've got, I think you probably know, right? You've got Mersra, you've got people who, uh, you know, who you've got, you've got people from the Malay community who who volunteer. In fact, quite a large number, you know, who volunteer and who have volunteered for many, many, uh, 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 many years. You know, so for them then to be told that oh, this organization that you have dedicated so much time and effort to, right? You know, is uh, you know is is being uh, uh, I, I I'm not I'm not sure why, because I, I was thinking of culturally insensitive, but I think that is what PA PA said, right? PA said culturally <laughs> insensitive. So I have to, yeah. yeah, I know it's, it's being this or that, you know, or 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 or, 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 or taking the Malay community, you know, uh, 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 lightly or not understanding the Malay community. I think that's something that that they need to 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 look at and kind of to manage as well. But you are entirely correct that uh, as a government. As a government body, right? Um, you are entirely correct that as a government body, right, the uh, PA should not be um, reluctant to, you know, to engage in dialogue, especially given the nature, right, of of the right. of the organization. Yeah. Right. Okay. So thank you. So, uh, will you be? Did you reach out to her, or will you be reaching out to her anytime? You think? To, to who, sorry? Sarah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I would, I would love, I would love to, to, okay. to, to meet up with her, to have Tetarik with her. Okay. And actually, I do have some things Tetarik here. Maybe. I do as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, so let's set that, I mean, I let's I, set that up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would love to, and I would love to, 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 to speak to her and to, and to, you know, as I said, one of the, 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 the great things about being an, an LMP is, uh, is really, uh, 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 meeting people, understanding issues better, and knowing that I am in a in a position that you know, if, if I see something that I can raise right in Parliament or outside of it, it's something that that I can talk about. So I would honestly, right. as as I said, uh, my how I look at uh, this is is basically all these what we would call hearsay evidence or third party evidence, right? I mean, I've not spoken to her to her myself, so I've I, I've looked at her. Her Instagram posts. I've looked at her interview review and statements, uh, but if I can speak to her directly, I would be delighted too. Honestly, okay. yeah, uh, okay. to to understand okay. it better. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Josh. For I was a bit worried about that particular segment. <laughs> so let's move <laughs> on with our with our friendship intact. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I think the, the most important yeah. thing is that we've got to be willing to to listen to each other. Right, and and we've and and we have to also respect that each of us have got, you know, uh, our points of view, our uh, and our interests and our constituents, you know, and and right. you know, for 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 individuals, our grievances, our lived experiences, our you know, our, our concerns. So I think we've got to respect that, and then we can have you know really a very meaningful uh, a, a conversation. Yeah. Right, and I I really appreciate you saying that you didn't. Uh, feel Sarah was an opportunist, or she was she was trying to make a big deal of it. No, I I really appreciate that. So so let's move on to the other aspects of your your speech, right? Which okay. <coughs> I actually agree with your points on the GRC and the SEP schools. Let's let's take uh, them uh, on one by one. I do agree with you, but I'm just gonna ask the questions that a lot of people are asking, right? Uh, 
the GRC, right? Because you said uh, we should not throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Uh, so if there is a political critique, I should be uh, restricted to that, a political critique, right? So what would be a political critique? You think, let, let's say if tomorrow, right, uh, Minister Shanmuga, Minister Edwin Tong went to you, okay, Joshua, you give us a suggestion to keep the GRC, to improve it, whatever you say will implement it. What will you tell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think the, the, the point that I was making uh, was, was uh, really whether we see that there is value in the GRC as uh, kind of ameliorating ethnic um, uh, tensions, right? Uh, arising out of elections, arising out of the, of the political contest uh, for seats, right? Uh, and, and I think that that's precisely what the GRCs have done. One of the things that I said was that the perception of unfairness, the perception that, that people may vote according to ethnic lines and the perception that someone may have lost precisely because of race is, is really uh, taken out of the equation because of the GRC system, because you need to have you know, uh, a, a, a minority. I mean, of course, we still have got uh, uh, SMCs as well. So that, there's right. a possibility that, that, that it may happen there, right? Um, but as regards GRCs per se, I think that that concern is, is largely ameliorated. Um, and one of the criticisms, which I call a political criticism, is that it's become very large, right? And that it, it has become easier for new candidates uh, to just write on the coattails of uh, the anchor ministers, minister mm -hmm. or ministers, and just get into parliament uh, easily. And there have been, you know, people have given examples of this. So honestly, my, my view is that uh, we have to have a balance of the num first, the number of GRCs and the number of SMCs. And I think that that, that does appear to be a movement uh, towards that. Uh, we see more SMCs in the recent uh, elections. And second, I think there is also a need for us to reduce the uh, size of the GRCs, and I think that is another that is another uh, uh, criticism, and I, I and I agree, right? They shouldn't be. We shouldn't have too many of the five, and I don't right. know if there's still six, right? Five and six. There's uh, no more uh, six, right? Can, there's no more do six, we, right? Do, do we need more than two actually? If it's about minority representation, no more than two percent GRCs. More than two percent GRCs. So yeah, do we need? That, do we need it? Yeah, maximum of two. Would that work? You think? So several two-person GRCs in which one must be a minority. Yes. Uh, maybe, maybe 14, 14 Malays, 8 Indians, and then the rest are all SMCs. So. Well, yeah, I think that is actually a possibility uh, as well. I mean, there's so, the, the thing is that there's a, there's a possibility of so many different uh, mm. permutations, right? I mean, the question then would be, um, okay, again, so this is also a political, perhaps a political, political administrative consideration, right? Uh, then we would have many, many small little constituencies, each of them running their own, their town, own town councils, councils right? you know, given, given uh, the system that, that we have. So perhaps, I mean, uh, one of the things that has come out of the GRC system is that we have a more efficient allocation of resources in, you know, in our, municip uh, our municipal uh, uh, services in that, you know, we have really um, kind of consolidated several uh, 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 what would have been SMCs into one big, one big area, and then it's administered as a, as one municipality. So that may be one thing that that we want to consider whether we still want to 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 keep la, to retain.
Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, so uh, you and also I need to point out that there were two very interesting points that you made. Uh, one is you categorically said that oh, madrasas are not equivalent to SEP schools, which we'll get to. And then the other one, you actually said Singaporeans are ready for a non-Chinese prime minister, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one shall we do first? Let's do the whether we are ready for or not. I think yeah. that you know if you look at some of the polls that have been done. Right, I think that we, I think we are ready for for non yeah. non uh, 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 Chinese prime minister. I don't think this is a question, you know. Yeah, right? absolutely. Uh, no, <laughs> I I just wanted to thank you for raising it in parliament. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. Yeah. So, so the GRCs, you are not against it in principle because just just to guarantee minority representation. And you, just now, from what you said, basically, you also want to ensure that campaigning doesn't become racial. Is that what you say? Correct. Right. Right. Correct. Right. So that's right. that's another benefit of the GRCs that people generally do not talk about. Right. People always talk about Precisely. minority representation, but they don't talk yes. about how the campaigns can be racial. Uh, and yeah. the GRCs it ensures that. Uh, so I I do agree with you. Uh, my my position I don't think we need more than two or three people in a GRC. Uh, for the town councils, I think you can have maybe two to one or something like that to have one town council for two or three constituencies. But Okay, I think we are we are in agreement uh, there. Uh, SEP schools, right? And I think you gave quite a nuanced uh, perspective on SEP schools. But uh, and I largely agree with your with your argument. I think I think there is a need. Uh, at, at least, I mean, we are not designing the system from scratch. The system is here, so SEP schools are here. I think it doesn't make sense to abolish it. Uh, at this mm. point in time, right? However, one of the things that you said, which I also agree with, which is we must avoid this situation where, oh, you have it, I must also have it, right? Yeah. However, yeah. that is precisely what irks a lot of people, right? Because they do not have it or they see that other people have it and this violates the principle of equality. So how would you respond to that? Well, I mean, I, I think that we should not... Uh, mistake or conflate uh, equality with uniformity, you know, right? I mean, each of our communities is, is different. Each individual is different. And I mean, even when you talk about, about uh, you know, schools, when you talk about catering for the different abilities of, of individual students, right? Uh, you don't want to have a one-size-fits-all for, for everybody because they each have got, you know, different abilities, different skills, uh, uh, different competencies, right? And I mean, of course, it's not... Um, you know, you, 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 uh, I think it's difficult to, to, to say that one particular race is good in one particular, you know, say subject, for example, right? But where you have that kind of a natural advantage uh, that, that Singapore can benefit from, which I think that when you look at, uh, you know, uh, uh, Chinese students taking, taking Mandarin, learning more about Chinese culture so that they can be our business leaders, you know, uh, bringing business right. to, to China and hopefully bringing business from China to, to Singapore. And that's something that I've seen in my own, in my own firm, you know, my, my, my partner, she can, uh, she can negotiate in, uh, in, in, in Mandarin. She can draft contracts, you know, in, in Mandarin because she, she was in the, you know, she took Mandarin as the first uh, language and she right. was in this program. So, so, you know, it, it's brought benefits to, 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 to the firm uh, in, in, in Singapore. So where we have this natural advantage, do you think we should, I mean, the question is, do we do away with it in the, in the uh, uh, in in 
the guise of uh, under the guise of equality when actually we are talking about uniformity you know and i don't think that we want, want that we want to do that and if you look at some of the things that we've done in in the past when i was in the ministry of foreign affairs uh, one of the things that we promoted uh, uh, at that time was uh, bringing in islamic finance and we would go you know to 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 the middle east and we would say actually we've got a, a muslim uh, a community as well right and we are located in a region where you've got a lot of uh, muslims so you know why don't you come and start setting up your sharia compliant uh, 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 businesses uh, in singapore why don't you bring your sharia compliant products uh, to singapore insurance you know investments and 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 all that so so again this was a natural advantage that we had and we said why not look at singapore as an islamic finance hub right mm. and and you will probably recall in the in the 90s right uh uh, uh, uh then uh, pm go chok tong he he kind of uh, uh encouraged an india fever right where we started looking at india started looking at how we can bring in you know uh, uh, indian investment how our companies could go to india uh as well he would wear the nehru suit you know when he right. when he went over to to right. so again here it was the use of our natural advantage to say that we've got an indian community uh, uh in 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 singapore we've had long lasting trade relations you know uh we are separated by just you know um uh, an expense of of uh, straits and an expense of water right yeah. uh, you know so these were all the natural advantage that advantages that we looked at and the way that i see it is that sap schools uh, are basically you know just another form of us trying to use our natural advantages uh one of our natural advantages to to benefit uh singapore right now how do you correct for the the problem which you also mentioned right which is the lack of interaction between ah, yes yeah yeah correct so that is a that is a separate question of course it's no longer yeah. we're no longer talking about yeah it's not about principle yes correct it's not about the principle for so now this is a practical this one, issue. Yeah. yeah this is a practical problem right mm. and you know in fact many students who have gone through this uh, this system have said it that they really have had not much interaction with people yeah. of other races and honestly i mean in singapore this is a this is a massive problem for multicultural society and especially for people who are going to schools which are top schools you know uh, and and many of the in fact there was a forum letter as well in in where where the product of a set school said that he didn't he didn't actually meet any minorities in fact i think taping really said it as well in the tawpao uh, yeah forum that he didn't meet any minorities until you know he went to army and, and then he understood that and he appreciated them so maybe right. you know army and all that is helping but but these are people who then went on and who actually met people actually knew them actually got along with them you know and and, and perhaps grew and and understanding and appreciation of the minorities in singapore but there how many more actually don't you know and then they continue to to be kind of ensconced in in in, in a chinese environment right uh how many i mean we don't know lah right we 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 don't know how many but but surely there will be some and is it something that we want to accept because we know that um that you've got to foster this appreciation for our multiculturalism at an early age right mm. and just having you know um uh a uh, uh, racial harmony day you know and and things like that i mean of course which are all good initiatives it's not enough you know you're not you're not going to 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 foster that so i think this is this is uh, an issue it is uh, in fact i won't say it's an issue i think it's a problem that uh, you know that we've got to to look at that 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 uh, moe needs to look at very seriously uh, and they've got to find some way to ensure 
uh, you know, that, that, that there is interaction with other races and not only interaction, you know, but appreciation, the, the possibility, right. uh, you know, the, the ability, the opportunity to build friendships, right. uh, you know, and, and to build relationships with people of other uh, races. Right. And also a lot of these uh, SEP schools are also the better schools, right? And a lot of them go on to be somebody, right? Go on to hold important positions in society. Yep. So it's a bit, it's the, I think the impact is even more pronounced because of Precisely. that, right? Yep. If, they have had, uh, if they have not had minority friends. And I think a lot of them genuinely have, did not have minority friends up until they were 18 or, or something, right? And those are the formative years of a person's life. So, yeah. so definitely, I think, I think that, is, that is a problem that needs to be solved. Uh, yeah, quite urgently. Okay, so I know you have gotten on to after your Paul Science degree, you went on to get a more useful degree. But I want, you, <laughs> I want, I want you to put on your Paul Science hat again. And now, as a as a person, uh, meshing theory with practice, right? The nominated member of Parliament, which you know, you and I both studied under Hussein Mutalib. We tutored for him, <laughs> Professor Hussein, and he would say the NMP would. Is a scheme that strengthens PAP hegemony, right? He's written <laughs> about this before. So do you mm. think now, as someone who's living through it, do you think that's true? Can you just, if, if, if I can trouble you, right? <laughs> if you could just refresh my memory, what his, his argument was about... Yeah, about not not just him, but other people as well. So, yeah. so, uh, so he's one of those. Uh, the schemes like NCMP and NMPs, they, they guarantee that there will be non-PAP voices Therefore, people are less likely to vote for, to vote for uh, the uh, the opposition. That's one. Then the other one is the NMP is selected by a select committee uh, comprising mostly the PAP. There will be one opposition MP, so chances are you're going to get people who are safer. So, so those are the kinds of arguments that I mean. Do Do you think that's true? Or, yeah. So I think the. The, the the test of it is is in the is in eating the the pudding right? right and you would see i mean you've had entire uh, you know on on uh, on on your uh, program and i mean i i i wonder whether <laughs> you know she she is in the mold right of of someone who you know is 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 uh, very you know su supporting the, right. the 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 DAP and you've got several you know you've got several right. who who really came out and some commentators have even said that the NMPs that they really ask uh, questions that are uh, even more hard hitting uh, than the than the opposition MPs. I mean, of course, right. I think in this current parliament, right, the the WP MPs are actually quite hard hitting, lah. You know, so <laughs> right, right. so uh, yeah. Okay, but however, I think that there is an important role that the NMPs. Uh, 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 play. And, and I'm saying this not because I'm now you know, an NMP and I'm trying to justify myself, I, but I say it because, uh, because I actually feel it and, and I can see it, right? And I have been told it by me members of both, uh, actually it's not both parties, there are three parties, right? But at least two parties, uh, you know, in, the, in, uh, in, in, in parliament. And that is that when, when I raise issues, right, I don't have a whip, you know, right? I don't have a whip. I don't have a... Uh, I, I, I don't have a party position that I must comply with. I do not right. have any elders that, you know, who are right. ministers that I, that I would not want to earn the ire of, right. you know. I, so I can raise, I can raise these, uh, you know, these, uh, the, these issues, right? And if you look at how, how far and wide I can go, MPs 
I mean, of course, they can speak to anyone. They can speak to interest groups uh, as well, right? But because they are, they've got uh, meet the people sessions. They've got to take care of their constituency. So a lot of the of the matters that they bring up are based on what their constituents uh, are, are raised to them, right? And I think that actually is their job, like That's what they are supposed to do. Right. Well, but for us, you know, I think, and and all of my fellow NMPs. Uh, we've got a lot of interest groups coming to speak to us and they enjoy speaking to us because, you know, we can say, uh, we can have a frank and honest discussion right. with them, completely right. devoid of, of policy considerations or right. political considerations, you know, and really just looking at the issue um, uh, itself, right? And then seeing how we can ask questions in parliament, we can raise issues in, uh, in parliament. You know, the speech that I gave uh, uh, on race, uh, the adjournment motion that I raised in uh, on race, it would have been very difficult for an MP of either party to on either side of the aisle to have given it. You know, I, it would have been it would have been very difficult. You know, uh, so so there are certain things that we can raise that we can that we can say, and I think um, you know there are so many examples of former NMPs who have brought up very difficult, uh, you know, uh, 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 questions. I, I mentioned Anthea because she wasn't the immediate past, you know, parliament, yeah. but, um, but there have been many before that, you know, right. as, as well as Su Kampong, you know, he raised, you know, right. very pertinent and important issues, Viswa as well, right? right. So, so I think there is a role for us to play. Uh, I don't, actually, honestly, I, I, I don't know how much we kind of strengthen the, 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 the hegemony of the, um, of the ruling party. Uh, I don't think that if, I mean, I, I don't know if it was the one of the original intentions, uh, but I don't think people look at NFPs and say, ah, so we've got these people, you know, to raise issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opposition parties. Whatever the original now, intention, yeah. that is not that is not how it pans out anymore. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, correct. And now I think, you know, people, they they look at the opposition uh, 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 parties, uh, you know, I think to the largest extent, they look at the Workers' Party and they say, yeah, this is an opposition party. They are going to raise, you know, these yeah. these issues, right? Uh, and they will raise the issues in Parliament. They have done so. They have spoken so well and so eloquently, you know, and uh, and and they are the opposition members of Parliament, right? right? And what are these What are these NMPs? These NMPs are, are the people who would then bring up, right, uh, who navigate, you know, or, or I wouldn't say navigation we don't have to navigate we just say okay so these are the things that right. that, that i want to raise right because because we don't have to navigate the politics of it right. you know so i hope that that's what uh, i think it's the nmps are an important institution i'm glad that that uh, uh, having uh, nine nmps has has been enshrined in the constitution and i and i think that uh, that that future nmps Right. And I mean, current MPs, I think that, that all nine of us, we, we do see this as our role. And I think that future NMPs, what, what they should see as the role is really these neutral people who are apolitical, right? Um, uh, and who, and who can bring up difficult issues that politicians will find difficult to deal with because they have to constantly think about public opinion and they constantly have to think about, uh, ultimately elections. Right, right. Uh, which we which we don't. We are appointed. We serve a, a particular term, and then after that, we are we 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 are done. And hopefully, we do a good job. Right. Right. Uh, uh, during. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think I think absolutely right. Uh, the NMPs cannot be accused of politicizing an issue if they raise a difficult issue. Right. Whereas yeah. uh, both parties can do that to each other. All three parties can do that to each other. But NMPs. So in that sense, also, 
I can just imagine that the NMPs confer a degree of legitimacy on a particular vote, right? That is that nobody else does. Correct. So I mentioned that there have been, uh, you know, some some of the things that uh, that that the the politicians or the elected MPs uh, have said, you know, to to us uh, is that, you know, you you guys have, uh, you know, a certain, I don't know if this is the correct term, privilege uh, in that. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, let's not go there. One, <laughs> if you vote, <laughs> if you vote, uh, you know, one way or another, it, it does confer, you know, more legitimacy, you know, on the vote. If you support a particular position or another, it it it, it does confer a certain neut neutral legitimacy. And I think it's very important that the that the NMPs um, retain it, lah, you know, and 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 right. maintain that neutrality and maintain that, right. you know. Um, uh, 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 that kind of esteem that that we are going to to look at things without looking at the politics of it, and you know, and you know, I I, I find it necessary uh, 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 to to look at what both or all three parties are saying, and sometimes, I I mean, I will be honest that sometimes I I feel a little bit of uh, uh, pressure to not. To either not agree with the ruling party or to not disagree with the opposition party, you know, because either way, then people will say, "Oh, see, uh, this guy, you know, he's, uh, you know, But I think with that, I mean, of course, you know, the NFPs are, 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 you know, we, we also are, are human and, and, and we look at it, you know, uh, very carefully. Uh, but I think that we should not uh, shy away from it. You know, if you agree with right. the PAP, just say you agree with right, the PAP. Right, right. You know, if you if you agree with the WP, just say you agree with the. Than it was, right? But of course, you know, after some time, it kind of it kind of plateaus, 
right? And, uh, and we have to look at the actual numbers as well. So even though we've actually brought our offices uh, 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 wages up from, from, from a quite a low, low level, right, it's still very far behind the median wage. Uh, and uh, what we are trying to do in the next phase is to kind of narrow the gap uh, between what the low-wage workers are earning and what uh, the median wage uh, is. Now, of course, this is what we are doing for the progressive wage model. I think a lot of progress has been made for all of the four or the three pieces that we have so far, uh, and it's going to be extended to more. The question then is whether we need to have a minimum wage uh, as well. And, in, you know, I, I, I listened to uh, Ravi Menon's yeah. very brilliant, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. uh, lecture, right, as, as, as a fellow at, uh, at, uh, at IPS. Uh, the third lecture that he gave was precisely uh, on this. And I think that he had a very interesting, um, uh, an interesting, but not a novel uh, um, uh, a proposition, which is that we should have both a minimum wage and uh, a progressive wage mm. uh, as well. So the progressive wage, I think that it's very useful because you don't only look at wages, but you look at many other things. In the security industry, we are going to look at how we can use wages to affect working hours. As you know, security officers they work very, very long hours, 12-hour right. days, days. Absolutely. So we are going to use the PWM to try to affect that. Uh, we are also going to try to, 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 to use the the PWM to upskill them so they can, they can take up technology, right? right? And, and they can, uh, you know... Uh, uh, move up the, the skills chain. Uh, and in the other sectors, you know, these are things that we can also achieve. So the PWM is good because it's sectoral and it's bespoke. So what Ravi Menon is suggesting is that on top of this, right, because uh, all those, although uh, the, the government has said that they are going to look at uh, PWMs for every single uh, sector, but maybe as, uh, you know, kind of a, a safety net would be a general minimum wage. And I think that this is what uh, Ravi Menon is saying. In addition, to the PWM. So I said that it's interesting, but it's not something that has been said before because this right. actually has been brought up by the Workers' Party uh, right. uh, before. But I mean, regardless of that, again, right, so uh, I think we should look beyond the politics of it. We should look at our workers. We should look at the fact that uh, the lowest wage earners in Singapore actually do earn very shocking wages. That right. is actually so. And we cannot continue, you know, one of the issues that we have in, in, in the PWM sectors, in cleaning, in security, you know, in landscape, is that the, the, the buyers of these services, they expect, they expect that they're going to pay very low wages Absolutely. or they're going to pay very low, low amounts for these services. Right. And the question is why? You know, if you look at, right. I mean, what is the price that you will put on security, on safety of right. your loved ones, of your property, on cleanliness, on hygiene? Right. You know, on, on, on how, uh, you know, on, on the maintenance of your, of your uh, uh, facilities, of your escalator, your elevator. You know, you, you really want to walk up the stairs, right. you know, the thing is not working. What is the price that you would place on these? And then right. be ready to pay that price. But unfortunately, buyers, you know, they look at the clients and they say, yeah. why should we pay so much for right. this? Although the role that they play is very important to our way of life and to our, uh, you know, to, to the standard or, or the quality of life that we that we have become used to, right? All right. So so we've got to have that change, you know, of of, of mindset. Right. Uh, that right. there are certain jobs that ought, you know we ought to pay. Uh, 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 it's okay, rather that we can pay relatively low uh, uh, wages. We got to get out of that, and we've got to accept also that uh, it's not all about. 
the lawyers and the bankers and the you know all these people sitting in, in offices who should be earning the high salaries. There are loads of other people who are doing very very um, difficult uh, 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 work, who are doing work that is strenuous. You know, it's it's in, in environments that should not be. You know, um, they should not be working for for long hours, but they are. You right. know, and these people should be entitled. You know, to 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 a good wage. So we as a society, we've got to be prepared. The buyers of these services, the the general population. I I saw there was a ST. Uh, a poll that said that people are now uh, more ready to pay more for essential workers, right? right? Uh, and I think that's a good that's a good sign. Mm. So let let's move along that line, right? If we right. need to have a safety net minimum wage to get a progressive wage model, I think that's something that we should look at. But of course, having been involved in in the negotiations over two sets of negotiations and still ongoing, right, for the PWM for the security sector, it is not yeah. easy to fix what the minimum wage. Uh, should be. What, what's, the the what's the biggest roadblock? What's the biggest roadblock? So, that we are facing in the in the in yeah. the so in, yeah for you. So in my negotiations, the biggest roadblock, as I mentioned, is because it's an outsourced service, right? So we can put the wage at a certain uh, level, but how much are the buyers going to be prepared right. uh, 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 to pay for it, right? And uh, and uh, we also want to to ensure that. That the agencies themselves, the officers themselves, they feel that what they're doing is important, right? They, they should not feel that, yeah, you know, for this job, I should accept a lower wage. So we've got to change that mindset as well. Right. Uh, and then we want the workers to go and demand and to say, no, you know, I'm a security officer and so therefore I should be paid uh, much more than this. And, you know, for, 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 for lower working hours as well. So right. uh, I think the mindset uh, shift is really the biggest the biggest issue, but when it's legislated, when we right. when we put in things like the code of conduct, you know, when we when we have uh, a government support, when we have outreach that is done correctly and properly, right, and we have people who have an open mind and who can who can accept that that these workers are now underpaid. So don't even talk about increasing productivity and then we increase wages. They are already underpaid now. And what we are trying to do with the PWM with a minimum wage is really to bring them up to par. Right. Bringing them up to pass. So, I mean, I, I, I will tell you honestly, sometimes I get a bit irritated when people say, oh, but we must also have a, a, a concomitant increase in, in productivity. Yeah. Then essentially, you are just squeezing more, yeah. squeezing the stone more, right? Right, right, right. right. Even, even before <laughs> you come to far, you say no, you must right. have more productivity. And I don't think that's the, that is the, the correct narrative. The narrative now is that they're actually underpaid. We've got to bring it up to par. And then from there, then let's talk about further increases uh, being concomitant with uh, further uh, productivity increase. I, I feel that one one segment of society which is neglected in these discussions, even when the opposition was talking about it, which is uh, the, the foreign workers. So, mm. and I feel like that's, is that a stumbling block you think towards mandating minimum wage? As opposed uh, to PWM, which can be sectoral, right? If it's minimum wage yeah. and it's, yeah. So, so you're asking whether the minimum wage should apply to, uh, to, to or foreign is workers. There a way to, or is there, are we going to then segregate, are we going to say this is only to Singaporeans or how, how, would, how would it work, right? Because I feel like one of the stumbling blocks to it is because people do not want to pay that amount for foreign workers. I don't know. Am I, I mean, you are the expert on this, right? So what, what, what do you think? What? So I think this one is a, it's a, it's a tough a tough uh, call because it's very emotive, you know, and Singaporeans now, and 
you know, to a very large extent, I can I can understand, I empathize, right? Uh, we, you know, a lot of people have said this. I think now politicians are saying it as well. We've got to take care of our own first, right? And then, uh, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, uh, ensure that our people, you know, uh, have good wages, have got good, good livelihoods, have got, you know, uh, uh, jobs which are not so-called unfairly taken, you know, uh, uh, away for them, from them. Uh, and then when you come in and then you, you know, someone says that, oh, but how about the, the foreigners here? Should we also legislate some kind of uh, uh, minimum wage uh, for them, right? Uh, I think it's a very tough, very tough... Uh, Politically, you think it's a tough... tough yeah, so I think uh, that... But it would be the right, right thing to do, right? <laughs> do you, what do you, because, I mean, if you're talking about our... I mean, my dad was, uh, was in the security. He was a security guard. For well, so I know exactly how tough it is. You know, 12 hours, especially, you know, just a few years, 12, 12 hours, you don't... At 50 years old, you don't sleep the whole night. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but exactly. the, 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 the jobs that the foreign workers do are also, I mean, they are labor-intensive. I mean, it's also equally bad, right? Or in some, some cases, uh, it, demands, it demands more. So, I mean, wouldn't that be the right thing to do as well, you think? I mean, the, let's say the political considerations aside, not that that's sure. possible. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. so, but look at the practical <laughs> Practical considerations, right? So I was just talking about how we want to raise uh, one of the stumbling blocks of raising the, the wages of our Singaporean workers in the low-wage work, uh, uh, sectors is that buyers don't want to pay more. So, and, and, and I can tell you that that is the biggest problem. It's the biggest problem. And you're talking about our Singapore workers, you know. So mm. now when you say that for right. the foreign workers, let's, let's uh, legislate uh, a minimum wage, which means that the cost of whatever service they are providing, right? Everything uh, or that it contributes to it's gonna go up as well. So if you look at construction workers, if you if you legislate a minimum wage, it means that the cost of housing, the cost of you know of, of all sorts of other things are all gonna go up. Right? And the question is whether Singaporeans are gonna are gonna say, well, okay, so now you've increased the wages of the Singaporeans and costs have all gone up. Okay, and, and we've we've taken that we've taken that on. But now you want to increase the wages of of everyone else as well, of the foreign, of, of foreign workers as well, right? And that's going to cost our cost of living further to go up. And the question is, right? Because it's a practical, it's a practical question. Are our wages, right, going up at a sufficient rate for 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 the general Singaporean, right? Is it going at a sufficient rate for us to absorb all of these uh, cost uh, increases? You know, I know it's a, it is a. It is a bit of a, uh, what is the word for it? I don't know if it's brutal. It's a bit of a very uh, hard-headed, you know, way to look at it. But but the reality is, can we really absorb all of these cost increases at, at one go? You know, I mean, of course, there are questions as to how is it that we have come to this to this, uh, right. to this situation, right? Uh, but the fact of it is that that is the reality of it. So how do we deal with it and how do we make policies that, that, can, uh, that can ensure right, that first, of course, Singaporeans must be taken care of. And then second, okay, my personal view, as I said, I, I am not a, 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 a politician, right? I, 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 I am not so... Uh, oh, you, you are somewhat. <laughs> you are not partisan politician. <laughs> I, I'm not partisan politician, yes. <laughs> yes. But so my view is actually that... Um, there is 
somewhat of a minimum wage for professional foreigners that come in already, right? Because if you look at your your S pass, your your yeah, yeah. your your work permit, there's actually a minimum yeah. salary. So that yeah. so that's kind of like a minimum salary uh, for them. It's for those who I don't think work permit work permit. I, I I'm not sure. So right. work permit maybe is a little bit lower. But I think that if we want to continue to attract people to 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 come into Singapore, right? Uh, for all levels of work, then we have to be paying at a at a at a reasonable rate, lah. You know, and I think that as we as we go along and we accept that Singaporeans who are doing uh, what have been considered um, uh, uh, the more uh, a blue collar work, right? If we can accept that their salaries should go up, I think it's a natural um, progression that we will accept. That foreigners who are in these jobs as well, that their wages right. will go up. Ah, as well. right, right. Yeah. So you think the mindset yeah. shift will come when the first hurdle is is Correct. crossed, right? Okay. Correct. But I think legislating it is going to be a little bit, uh, a little bit right. difficult, lah. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Josh. So let's end off with, with a light-hearted question, right? So who's sure. your favorite uh, MP from your interaction in Parliament, right? So one, <laughs> one, one PAP, one opposition. Who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> one PAP, one opposition. <clears throat> well, this one is a tough. It's a tough. Uh, call. Maybe I'll start with uh, uh, with with opposition first. Uh. <laughs> uh, I I I really like Jiao uh, Giam. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I've known Jiao for for many many years. I've known oh. him for many years. We were in we were in MFA together. Oh, uh, uh, and uh, and I tell you something about about Gerald. Gerald is a uh, he is a. Uh, he, I mean, of course, we all know he's a very nice person, but Gerald yeah. is also a very good person. You know, he's a, he's very good-hearted. He has a very nice yeah. te- temperament. He's a goody two shoes, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He is. And, <laughs> and his and his heart is in the right place. You know, right, he is interested right, right. in. Absolutely. Uh, he's truly concerned about Singaporeans. You know, and he's truly concerned that he wants to 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 make sure that. That that things go well, uh, uh, for 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 Singapore. Uh, so I've known him for all these years. I tell you something interesting. So, uh, when when we were in MFA, I I uh, inadvertently stole his cap. So we were both waiting for a cap. I forgot to, at that time you had to dial, you know, you had to dial to call the cap, and I, I didn't take it down. I assume it was mine. I I took it and I and, and I went up because I was going on an overseas uh, a, a trip. Uh, so from MFA. And uh, and he came. He was like, "This is my cap." I said, "I'm so sorry," but you know, he didn't hold it against me at all. You know, and he was totally fine. You know, because he understood. Like, I know that. I don't know what right. And I think he, maybe I hope he took my 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 cap after that. Uh, so 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 I really do do like Gerald. Um, PAP MPs. Wow, there are so many, uh, so many to to choose from, and um, I'm really hard pressed to think like who I. I like most. Uh, I like uh, not that I don't like any of them. Uh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> no, like most, like most. <laughs> I like most. Mm. That I like. Oh, George, surely I have some time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like uh, many of them. Okay, so. Uh, it can be a minister also, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Okay, give me two lah. Give me two lah. So I, I really <laughs> like um, uh, ministers uh, uh, Desmond Lee and Evan Tong. Okay. Uh, 
And and the reason is, I mean, if you look at the the recent debate, um, um, I think it was on the on the ethnic integration policy and on the HDB quota, yeah. right? Now, I mean, these are these are of course they are politicians. They are in parliament. They should be expected to debate very vociferously, yeah. right? Uh, but if you look at the debate that they had with uh, with uh, 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 with uh, Pritam, right, with leader of the opposition Pritam, it was very gentlemanly. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was hard hitting, but it was gentlemanly. Yeah. And and right. I really, I mean, honestly, I, I looked at it and I, and I thought, yes, this is this is very good. This is the way you know that that politics uh, should be, should be done, right? right? It should be hard hitting, but it should be respectful. And right. um, and and I was very very happy with it. And in fact, you know, you think about it, even Pritam was was very uh, yeah. He was. Well, he was also gentlemanly, and, he, and I yeah. think that is the way that that, that he does things. Yeah, right. I mean that. Of course, you know, you know, I when when I first went uh, went into parliament and I met, you know, the uh, both the opposition and the and, and the PAP uh, uh, MPs, I was I was just overwhelmed by how nice everyone was, you know, and uh, and how well meaning, you know, um, uh, 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 everyone uh, was. So you know, when you ask me to choose my my my, I mean for for Gerald, of course, it's easy. It's easy because I know him right. for for a very long time, you know. But uh, for the rest, it's it's a whole. It's a very likable bunch, um, and I know that sometimes people they they look at the MPs and then they 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 say you know they impute that they that they that they don't care you know they're in it for the money and all that. But what what I see are really people who are who who want to raise issues and who want to do well. You know, by 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 their by their constituents. So again, so maybe here is a good is a good time for me to say that give them the benefit of the doubt, also. You know, and I mean even uh, 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 the PSP uh, uh, MPs, I think give them the, the 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 benefit of the doubt. You know, I I uh, and and listen to what to what they are saying. Perhaps there's something to it, right? right. Uh, perhaps it's not. Perhaps they haven't brought it up in the in the in the best. Uh, right. You know, uh, 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 way, right? Uh, but I think um, there's a desire, uh, You know, to to do well, to do good, um, and uh, and 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 we should give give them the, the 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 benefit of the doubt that this is what they are trying to do. Uh. Yeah. Right. On that conciliatory note, thank you so much, Josh, for doing this. We went way over one hour, <laughs> but I really appreciate oh, you coming okay. on. <laughs> Yeah, no problem, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'll be, mo yes. I'll be following your speeches on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, good night, everyone. Thanks bye -bye. everyone for coming. Bye -bye. Yeah, good night. Bye. <clears throat>